amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages. Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the Orna Library? Tonight's story titled, The Dead of Winter. Tonight's story is our first actual play session. For starters, we apologize for the audio quality of these episodes. We had an issue with our microphone that we did not notice until the very end of recording, once everything was done. We ask you to bear with us for these next four episodes, and we promise to do better in the future. The Dead of Winter was written by me, your keeper, featuring the talents of Colin DeYoung as Professor Henry Morrison, Benjamin Van Rokel as Herbert Holman, the jazz musician, Matt Bennett as Officer Chuck Stake, and Noah Yardley as Travis Tallison. They journey to find a missing friend, but the perils they meet along the way may stop them cold in their tracks. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. The air is frigid, and the wind howls across the frozen lake. We see a lone lakeside cabin in a snowbound treescape. The moon is high in the sky, and soft snow begins to fall. The cabin is suddenly illuminated by the headlights of an approaching automobile. We see two men walk out. One is tall, dressed in a trench coat and fedora, while the other is dressed in woolen garb, seemingly unbothered by the cold. The men approach the empty building. The man with the fedora steps towards the door, pulls out a piece of chalk, and draws some archaic symbol upon the door. He steps aside as the other man mutters something in an alien tongue. The two men retreat. The tall man hands a wad of cash to the other, the moonlight catching his malicious grin. The other man nods and speaks. The Windwalker will be pleased. Welcome back to the Tales from the Orn Library. Today is our first actual play section. We've got the one shot called The Dead of Winter. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's get started. It's 5.30 p.m., January 20th, 1925. It has been a cold and bitter winter in, this, in the region of New England, um, and you are all responding to a very urgent telegram you have all received from one Ida Merriweather, the wife of your good friend Bertrand Merriweather. Uh, so, why don't you guys real quick introduce yourselves and tell me who arrives first. My name is Chuck Stake, New York Police Department, police detective. <clears throat> And, uh, I think I show up first. Okay. First response. So, Chuck, uh, you arrive, the roads are icy, but you eventually make it to the large <laughs> estate house in northern Massachusetts. Uh, the driveway is long, and it goes through a very bare copse of trees, and winds around a fountain before connecting back to the road. You pull up to the fountain as two other cars... Uh, actually, I'm assuming you take a taxi, Herbert. Yeah. As one car and a taxi pull up almost simultaneously as the doors close. Most of you have never seen each other before. Uh, I'm, uh, Henry Morrison. I'm, a. Uh... I'm a history professor at uh, 
Miskatonic University. I, uh, I worked with uh, Bertrand uh, Merriweather uh, for a number of years. Out of the taxi steps, uh, Herbert Holman. Uh, I am a jazz musician. I have a saxophone strapped across my back on a, in a bag, and um, I've, I've played at a few of uh, Bertrand's parties, and not exactly sure why he called me here. You walk up the steps to the door, and it opens immediately. You don't even knock. And uh, standing in the doorway is a very worried-looking woman. Um, she's slight in build, um, has a very pale, gaunt face, she's, and um, she has a neat brown hair tied up um, in a messy ponytail at the moment, and um, her eyes look like are red and puffy like she has been crying. And she looks at the three of you and says, thank you for, thank you for coming, please, please come inside. Uh, can I get you coffee, tea, water, anything? Coffee, please. Coffee would be great. Ditto. All right. Uh, she runs off, um, and uh, you see, uh, standing in the uh, sitting in the parlor, a um, a very short man, a very very short man. If you'd like to introduce yourself, my name is Travis Tallerson. I am three foot seven, bank teller. Uh, you guys just kind of sit there. Waiting for a moment. Uh, what, do, what do you do? So, uh... How's the drive? Awful. I miss New York. It's a lot cleaner and a lot more straight. Streets, I mean. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nothing much to complain about, I'd say. I don't know. I, I never much like New York. I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say that. It's there's just too much going on. Maybe I don't like you. Well, I'd say I'm more of a Chicago person myself. What are you talking about? <laughs> and eventually, um, the footsteps echo across the hall as. Uh, she returns with uh, three cups of coffee on a tray and uh, shakingly hands them to you. Um, great foley work, my friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and she, she kind of sits there, uh, nervously twitching, and she's like, Bertrand's gone missing. What? I, at least I think so. I mean... Okay, every year he and his college friends go up north to Maine and go ice fishing for a weekend. And they, without fail for the past 12 years, they have come, they went and came back just fine. But that was a week ago, and he's not back. Our, I, I know I sound crazy, but... Okay, here's how I know. Sergio, our driver, our chauffeur, he went up with him and he usually comes back the first day. He never came back. He hasn't come back. I... I don't know what to do. I called the police and they said to wait two weeks before they file a missing persons case. Which, I mean... The only people I could think of were you guys. I, Chuck, you helped my father-in-law last year, and and you all have helped in some way, but I don't know. Is I, is it possible that they just got caught in some storm <laughs> up there, or yes, just taking longer somehow? But it shouldn't take a week. It takes half a day to drive up there. This shouldn't take a week to get back. Knowing Bertrand, 
He probably found something that caught his fancy. Maybe. But he would have telegraphed me. I mean no disrespect, but I'm not exactly sure how I'm supposed to help here. I don't exactly have any skills in locating people. You were just one of the few people I could think of. Fair enough. You have a very broad understanding of how the world works, not in a scientific way, but a street smarts way, and maybe we could use that. Hmm. Um, I can pay you for your troubles. Ten dollars each. That's a lot of money. In it's a very, it, That's a lot of money in, in twenty-five. Yeah. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Look at good guy policeman over here. I'm on assignment. All right. Uh, first roll of the night. Okay. What's that? Uh, do you want that to be charm, fast talk, or persuasion? Uh, let's say let's have that be persuasion. Okay. It's just hundreds, right? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Thank you. That was not a roll. Uh, okay. Hoga. That is. I have to beat the number of print. Or it's lower, lower, lower. Lower. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that ended up being. Uh. 44. So, yeah, I think that passes. 44 out of what? 50. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of... Uh, if it'll help, 11. Fine. Alright. That, that sounds uh, agreeable to me. Gig's a gig. Anything to help Bertrand. Thank you. Um. Oh, l let me be right back. And she walks off again. <clears throat> so, uh, looks like it's going to be a really cold couple of days for us. Well, uh, we carpooling, or uh, I don't exactly have a means of transportation. <clears throat> well, uh, I suppose we could use my car. I really don't want to, though. It's a lot of gas. That's all right. It's like what. Uh, a cent per gallon or something like that. Uh, in this weather, you'd be, you'd be surprised to see that two, maybe three. It's been spiking a four lately. Oh, you know, just... Uh, she comes back um, and she has a, a few papers. Um, this is the address um, of the of the cabin. It's in It's in Maine, up north. And uh, this is a picture of Bertrand and those who are going. There's Bertrand in the middle, middle uh, Benjamin Allen, Oscar Winslow, Edward Novak, and uh, Wilford Maynard are their names. And they're written next to each, under the, each person. So, uh, with the papers in hand, is there anything else you'd like to do before you set out? Hmm. Um... Uh, is this, like, in character or out of character? Uh, if it's all saying to you, if it's all saying to you, uh, I'd like to take a look at, uh, his office, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Okay, and she, she leads you upstairs and, uh, opens the door to a modest-sized study, um, there's a there's a, a bookshelf, um, there's a globe, um, and it's just modest sized. Um, there's a desk in there. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna inspect that desk. Okay. Make a spot hidden check for me. All those things. It's a seventy one out of my seventy. Oh, oh no. Um, Tragic. You root through some of these drawers, but nothing really comes out. Nothing really stands out. Sorry. Well, um, they all just seems like seem like business dealings. Um, 
What about that bookshelf? Let's. I'm gonna inspect that bookshelf. Same. Same roll. Yep. That is 28 out of 35. Uh, you don't find anything out of the ordinary either. Well, that's a darn shame. Anything I should like to do in this No, setting? I'm going to return to the group. Okay. Uh, in just, like, the general, um, like, living area, is there any, like things that are like adorning the walls any sort of like decorations there's a few like trophy hunting so that's like some some uh, deer heads uh, mounted antlers um, there's a lot of paintings um, specifically there's a, a large painting of Rupert Merriweather who you have learned other and learned under and you um, know personally um, and there's a uh, portrait of Bertrand and Ida as well. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. Anything else you'd like to do before you head out? I don't have anything. Nothing yet. You can't right. jazz your way out of this one, bucko. <laughs> 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 I guess uh, very forward-thinking musician here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's our uh, time to hit the road, Jack. Also, my name's not Jack. <laughs> not if my name's a Jack. You're not a very good detective, now. This one ain't included, guys. So, uh, you climb into. Uh, are you take? You guys are taking Chuck's car. Was that the consensus? Yeah, that was the plan. Shotgun. No, I only got pistols, bud. No shotguns, I only got pistols. Oh, me too. (laughs) You all climb into uh, Officer Stakes' car. um, And you head off. Now, the road to Maine is long, but uh, it begins to clear up a little bit weather-wise. So it, do, it doesn't, um, it's not as icy as it was before. And Chuck, you're just rolling all the rolls tonight. I'd like you to make a navigation roll. Or or, or if anyone wants to take a navigation roll. Because um, there is no GPS. You guys are see, I, looking at this for a I, I would Can say we all just make a navigation roll? Well, um, well, he probably can't because he's driving. Right. right. Um, oh, I, shit. I, could, I guess I could reason that. I've come up here for some gig before, some okay. tour maybe. I mean, we, you guys can all make make a navigation roll, and okay. we can justify it. Yeah, I can. I'll do that. All right. Except you, because oh. you're driving. Because yeah. I'm driving. What? You're saying uh, personal drivers can't do it. Where's navigation? Oh. Should be under natural yeah. world. <laughs> nope. Ninety six. <laughs> Yeah, we are woefully lost right now. <laughs> More like woefully lost. No, not even that. We are sleepfully ah. lost. Uh, I definitely don't. <laughs> okay. I can still roll if you allow it. Sure. Yeah, because I... We're just going to swerve here and there. Part of the cards be at my side. These aren't cards, but you know what I mean. Nope. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It's 69. Nice. Thanks, Hideo Kojima. Um... So, I'm picturing this scene. You guys are going uh, past the main, the main state line, and it's just like, uh, you guys are looking at the map, and it's like, air, give me that, and you guys are just p- tossing it back and forth, arguing. Um, uh, however, you do end up finding how to get there. Um, it just takes a lot longer than you would have hoped. How much longer? By a couple hours. Oh. Um, Not the end of the world. Yes, it is. The world has ended by the time you get there. Oh, man, I wish. <laughs> um, and you do, um, actually, on the way to Maine, you do pass by a large section of New Hampshire um, that is completely like decimated. And you recall a strange wildfire that broke out a few years ago. Um, that uh, destroyed a 16-mile-wide section of the state. Hmm. I remember um, reading about that. So you eventually you pull up 
to the address. Um, you wind down a long uh, forest road, and your uh, headlights illuminate a modest-sized cabin. It's a two-story affair. However, the state you see it in doesn't do it justice. It is in complete shambles. There is literally a car that has been looks like it was thrown against the wall of the cabin and has collapsed under the weight of that car. There are trees fallen everywhere. Um, the door hangs ajar, and uh, there's no one there. Here's a handy dandy map I drew. Um, there is a tree lying in the road, so you cannot pull all the way up to the um, uh, quote-unquote parking area. What happened here? Tree fell over. And, and a lot of other stuff also happened here. Um, there, there's a there's a car in the house. I'm just yeah. Cars don't usually long. Not time, everyone's yeah. cut out for driving. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <coughs> what kind of car to, uh, did Bertrand drive? You do know that he drives a cream-colored Rolls-Royce Phantom One Junkier Coupe, one of the newest cars as of 1925. It's a nice car. Very good and which is currently sitting on the cabin. Oh. You think it, we could just like? Jo what jo jostle what are the chances there? that it's someone else's car? Um. Considering and... there's only three people in the Midwest that can afford this, <laughs> I'd say the chances are slim. Yeah, at least one third. <laughs> did you just... <laughs> yeah, I did. Alright, so what do you guys want to do? I guess, um... Well, what, what's the weather outside? It's... it's... <laughs> Damn it. Uh, it is... Is there a fire? Because if that, there were... That it would is... be quite delightful. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what did you expect? This. <laughs> um, uh, it is lightly snowing at the moment. Um, it is about, from when you guys left, it's about midnight. Okay. Well, I mean, well, um, there's a million places <clears throat> to go. I'd say outside is one of them. Uh, is the car stopped? Our car? Yeah, our I would hope so. Okay. Yeah, I'm st okay. I stopped it right in front of the tree. Okay. We're not still pulling up, is what I'm saying. No, we're going to crash into the house part two. <laughs> no, we can't crash um, into the house. There's a tree in the way. I I oh. get out of the car, and I I sort of survey the scene, I guess. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm also going to get out of the car. I'm going to look at that car in the house. I'm going to jump out of the car, uh, hope I don't trip over, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to... Uh, go with uh, Detective Steak. Hmm. Do, do Would it be possible that we have flashlights on our persons? Yes. I pull out my handy-dandy flashlight and okay. I... And now there are things on the map that you guys can see. Everything on the map is something you can see. Hmm. Is that another tree uprooted? Mm -hmm. Sort of over there? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, can I go look at that tree? See if mm -hmm. I can yeah, glean so any information off of that. And while he's doing that, I'm gonna, I guess, survey the scene of the crash. Alright. The three of you uh, walk forward. All, actually, all of you walk towards the car area. There's debris scattered everywhere, but it looks like a lot of it has been snowed over. Um, everyone make a spot hidden check. Even me? Yes. Uh, Chuck Steak gets a 30 of 35. Mm -hmm. Is that 9? Yes. Okay, I, I, I pass. Alright, so you actually find it first. You step on something <laughs> and the snow goes whoop. And um, you lean down to pick it up. And it's a mask. 
and I want you to make a sanity check. Oh dear. Ooh, here we go. Snuggles and oh. And oh. Where's sanity? That's where it is. Um... I fail. 83 okay. over 70. Alright. I need you to roll a, roll a d6. Actually, I rolled a d6. You lose. Six sanity. Oh, gosh. This is what you see. This mask has an elongated, ovoid face. It has narrow eye slits and a thin, drawn-out mouth. There are deep lines carved into it that almost seem to look like wrinkles. Um, you stare at it. And you can't stop staring at it. You just see... You guys just see Henry just entranced by this mask. What do you guys do? Uh, I'm gonna, like... I'm gonna be able, I'm gonna, like, wave my hand in front of him, between him and the mask. Just like, You Henry. see this... This fleshy appendage just gnarled, just enter into your vision, and you are terrified. Me? Henry? Yes. Do, am I able to, like... Yes, you, you can... You break your look... You um, break away your gaze from the mask... And there are these monsters all around you, and they're staring at you, and they want to kill you, and possibly eat you. Um, I guess I'm gonna, like, whew. I throw the mask away, like, against the house, and I, like, run back to the car. Alright, you got Henry just, ah, throws the mask, and, ah! and runs. Uh, is... You see? Okay. Did he, like, step on something? He, he didn't look hurt. I think he saw something when he saw that mask. I'm not Strange. touching it. I'm, I'm not gonna touch it. Um, once I'm back to the car, uh, do I still see everything? Yeah. Oh they have these singular beams of light coming out and searching for you. Oh my gosh. I, I guess I'm, like, hiding in, like, the passenger side, um, uh, uh, seat in the car with my, with my gun, uh, brandished. Okay. Um, I, uh, Herbert, I, I think that he would go over and sort of see what's going on since he doesn't feel very much of use in the investigation. Okay. So far. Uh, so he's gonna walk over to the car, sort of, uh, carefully, as not to, like, make sudden movement, because he seemed pretty tweaked out. One of them's coming for you. It's found you. Um, can I see it? Oh, yeah. I shoot at it. Alright. Roll firearms. Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> okay, where is it? Off to a good start. <laughs> Um, that's a hit. Uh, five over forty. <laughs> Watch my character die within the first ten minutes of the game. <laughs> oh no. Of I course think... we killed the black guy first. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. I can't believe I That's failed. getting stricken from the episode, right? <laughs> I can't believe I failed. A 70 sanity roll. Man. Oh, my God. Um, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> I think you... Um, there's a handgun. Yeah, handgun. Do I do I roll damage? Yeah, so, roll a d10. Yeah, let's roll a d10. <laughs> he could kill me right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I should probably use a d10. Nine. <laughs> I'm down to one hit point. You guys hear a shot ring out in the dark. I, I run towards um, it immediately. Herbert is holding his gut as blood is pouring out of his gut. <sighs> Get away! <sighs> Get away from me! Uh, I'm gonna, th well... I'm gonna throw open uh, the door, 
Well, mm-hmm. for, first I'm going to make my way over to the car. Um, I'm going to try and throw open the door and take the gun from... Uh, Herbert. Her- Henry. 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 You're Herbert. I'm Herbert. And you're dying. So many H's. What's the H's? <laughs> All right. Um, it's probably a lot of rolls in succession. Yeah. I want you to make a quick intelligence check for me. Intelligence? Yeah. That's, um... That's, uh... 20? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I'm good. Suddenly, everything becomes clear. And it is not a monster. It is actually Officer Stake here. And... What, what, what just happened? You shot him. Who? Who'd I shoot? Herbert. Oh, God. Oh, God. Give me the gun. <clears throat> I, I, I give him my gun. I take it, and then I push him on the ground and put handcuffs on him. Oh, shoot. Okay. So what, what else are you guys going to do? You mind explaining to me why you shot him? Does anyone have first aid <laughs> materials? Like, I'm dying over here. I'm sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, 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 oh, you, you didn't see them? See what? The... The, the things, the the monsters, the the, the beams of light. There's no one here but us, pal. It was that mask. Mask did something. We'll I... re- Listen, we'll worry about that later. This, so uh, Henry is handcuffed now. Okay. Um. And now I'm going to now I'm gonna. Would I have a first aid kit in my car? Make a luck roll. Okay. Shit, no, I didn't want to. I'm about to get unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this better be a good roll. Otherwise, you're finna die. Oh, God, you finna die. <laughs> that was a 78. Oh, 78 out of 35. Oof. No, there is not a first aid kit. Oh, shit. Um... Hmm. The house is abandoned? Um... Mm-hmm. Side note, I took more than half of my max HP in one attack, so I've yes. suffered a major wound. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whatever that means. Um, you're going to need first aid for the moment, real quick. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm laying on the ground. It's like, someone check the house for first aid, somebody. I'm I'm right next to the house still, so I'll run inside. Okay. Um, you run inside, and uh, all the bags have have not been unpacked. They all just lie there in the middle of in the middle of the room. Um, make mm. a spot hidden check for the first aid kit. I rolled a one out of twenty five. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Wow. You walk Jeez. in and see it immediately. Lovely. It's uh, a little high to get. Fuck. <laughs> but you can still reach it. Yes! I go to grab it. Alright. You you grab it and come back outside. Alright. Uh is anyone is anyone good at first aid? Uh I I I've had some practice as uh, I'm laying down on the ground. I I uh, he's handcuffed though. Do you have any first aid experience, Officer Stake? I do not. <sighs> Alright, he doesn't have a gun anymore. Fine. I take the handcuffs off of him. Off of Henry. I'm gonna use my... I'm gonna use the first aid kit on uh, Herbert once I'm unhandcuffed. Okay. I'll make a first aid check. Eight. Uh, over... 50. Alright, roll a d4 on that. That is how much you are healed. Wait. Let me just double check with the rules. <coughs> no, what's your You heal one hit point. My character's name? Yeah. Whoa. Travis. He heals Travis. One hit point. One hit point. Now you're stabilized, you're not going to bleed out, but you're. A strong breeze will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Man. Oh As will I at max HP. <laughs> Alright. That that's that's looking better. Well done, Jack. Uh, 
Shut up. <laughs> uh, Henry, do you want to explain to me what the hell you saw? They, they, they came. They were coming after me. They were. What they were is, everywhere. What are they? I, I don't even know how to describe them. They were dark shapes. They were. They, they, the beams of light were coming after me. I, I didn't know what to do. I just hid in the car. Would this trigger? Like a memory of mine. Yeah, a little bit. All right. You recall some instances that happened in your past. But I, but I also remember like the occult shit. A little bit. Okay. Ugh, I hate occult shit. And it happened. You saw him after you picked up the mask, right? Yeah. Ugh. All right. Considering what happened. I don't blame you for shooting him, although I still do. <laughs> but I think we need to be careful going forward because stuff like that with the mask might happen again. And I don't want anyone dying on me again. Does this uh, <clears throat> occult shit happen often in your line of work? You'd be surprised. Oh. Tool for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm really sorry, Herbert. I really didn't know that was you. After we figure everything out, I'll work up the courage to forgive you. I suppose that's only fair. All right. So now that we're all squared up, can we go check out the wreck? Why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll just, uh, I'll just be over here. No, no, I'm keeping an eye on you. Okay, I'll be over th there with you. <laughs> Staying with me, and you're not getting your gun back. Um, I guess I'll, I'll sort of stay near the car for now. Mm -hmm. Um, just sort of keep an eye on whatever they're doing. All right. So you go to check out the car. You do pass by the mask. It is not facing outwards, it's facing... It's kind of leaning against the wall, the cabin at the moment. But there's a, you enter in this kind of field of debris um, that is covered in snow. And there is a very suspicious-looking mound sticking out of it by the car. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to clear some of that snow off and see what that mound is. It is human lakes. Oh, fuck. Ah, shit. I, I jump back in shock and surprise. Make a sanity roll from witnessing that. Uh, I'm fine. 20 out of 48. You managed to suppress a scream. This is something you're... Being a part of the New York Police Department, you've seen your fair share of grisly spectacles. They used to call me Stone Cold Chuck Steak. This steak Who called you that? Is undercooked. <laughs> no partner, actually. God rest his soul. <laughs> um, who do you think that is? The question isn't who is it, it's whose is it. That, that's, that's literally almost the exact <laughs> same question. Look, there's many legs, okay? There's two! <laughs> Wait, is it a pile of legs or is it two it's legs? It's two legs. Well, <laughs> I it was a pile of there legs. are seven you know, legs. <laughs> there are two. The more I, I repeat myself. <laughs> the more I talk to you, the less I believe you're cut out for this line of work. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was a pile of legs. So, like, they're, are they, they're just chopped off at the like, knee or something? At the waist. Okay. Oh, Ooh, that's uh, well. Uh, clearly it's someone who's been chopped in half. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Um. Um. Uh, I'm going to. What's what's a role to like see how old they would be? Kind of forensics kind of deal. I don't know if Science. I can. Fuck. 
Science, maybe? Is there a science? Yeah, there is a science. There is a science roll. I would make a science forensic roll. Forensics roll. Oh, you gotta roll a one, dude. <laughs> I do gotta roll one. Hey guys, it's not one. <laughs> it's a 91. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, the science of forensics is still relatively new. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Could be 10 minutes ago to 30 years. I don't know how this works. Check his pockets. Uh, I'm gonna check his pockets. Okay, you find uh, snow. <laughs> well, that's a damn shame. Um, you I do find a wallet. Snow in his pockets. You do find a wallet. A snowman killed him. <laughs> oh no. A wallet? Yep, and a pocket watch. All right. Um, what's in the wallet? Uh, there's ID um, for an Oscar Winslow. <gasps> well, you can cross that name off the list. That's well, one of them. Shoot. Um, there's also five dollars in cash. Yoink! No, no, we're not <laughs> gonna do that. Um, uh, I'm going to yoink evidence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna kind of like, I'm just gonna kind of put it in my coat pocket for later. I swear I'm not stealing it. Safekeeping. Okay. Um, what about that? I'm gonna. What about that pocket watch? I'm gonna open that up. It's a it's a regular pocket watch, but the hands have stopped moving. What time? At twelve thirty-two. Twelve thirty-two. Okay. Hmm. A.M. or P.M. It's a pocket it, watch. It, How do you know? How you wouldn't be able to tell. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's some sort of indicator, like it's a special pocket watch or something, which I doubt. It's an occult pocket watch. <laughs> it has AM and PM. <laughs> um, what's what's the nature of the um, the cut at the waist? Do you have medicine? I do not. No. Okay. I, would... I have medicine. <laughs> um, you can make a medicine roll to see the nature of the wound. Like, more like just. Um, is it like rough or is it like oh, a it's clean definitely cut? rough. It 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 almost looks as if it was just ripped. Oh, mm. complete with nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's all I need to know. Um, is there any other like suspicious looking um, bits around this car? Then the more you look at it, you can now see these enormous claw marks all over the cabin. And on some of these felled trees. Well, um, looks like something uh, big might have rolled through here. I'm gonna need to like be... a car. Like um, you see, like uh, I I point out the the claw marks to everybody. And that that doesn't seem a. Uh... You can make a natural roll check if you like. Oh. Yeah, you have a good one in that. I do. Uh, one, one over fifty. It is nothing that you've ever seen. Yeah, that's um. I I I don't even know what would be capable of doing this. This is this is way bigger. The biggest thing you might know of would be a polar bear, and this is way bigger than a polar bear's claws. Mm. This would be as if someone took a mammoth or like a mammoth or elephant tusk and raked it across the cabin. That's the size of these claws. I've got an idea. Um, seeing these claws, I'm going to look on the ground and see if there's any footprints. Okay. Next Um, I'll let him do that. What roll was that again? Spy head. Okay. That's a 14. Out of 14. <laughs> wow. There are no tracks. Oh! Mm. Has it been, like, snowing a lot? Uh, while I'm kind of sitting back at the car, is there anything that I can sort of gather just from like looking at this scene from like a further back perspective? The headlights do illuminate another suspicious mound off towards the right. Okay, uh, we're on here. Would that be over there? Okay, I barely even saw that. Um, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Hey, everyone. I'm shouting from yeah. the car. Um, there's something over there. I'm just going to go check it out if anyone wants to come along. I'll come along. 
<clears throat> kind of wade through the snow. A yeah. Bit. <laughs> um, I waddle like a fucking penguin. <laughs> um, and you you meet each other at this mound. All right. Uh, I guess I would like to investigate it if at all possible. Okay. And you brush off the snow. And it does appear to be a body. Body. And you brush away more of it, and it looks like the entire left half of his torso is missing. Oh, fuck. Other way. Mm, lengthwise. Um, I would I would like you to make a san- uh, you two to make a sanity check, because this Ooh. is something you guys don't see often. No, definitely not. Okay. 38 out of 10. All right. 22 out of 60. Okay, you guys, you guys take it surprisingly well. I mean, we um, saw the first half already. <laughs> we knew of it. It's not like we weren't expecting it. Yeah. Um, but it is—it does appear to be face down in the in the uh, snow. Pocket. Singular. <laughs> Pocket. <laughs> Pocket. It's singular? just it's just the top half of his torso. No, oh, not, I see. I see. I see. Body. Okay. Gotcha. Pockets. Oh. Yeah, you can look up. Uh, okay. Make a luck roll. Okay. Mm, okay, that'll do it. That's 42 under 55. There doesn't appear to be a wallet. Okay. Uh, it's not as big or gaudy as the other one. Okay. Um, what? Is there any identification or anything? Uh, there is a chauffeur's license in it that says Sergio Morricone. Well, dang. Man. Poor guy. Did well. he money? <laughs> <laughs> 25 yeah. cents. Yeah, yeah, no, I will definitely... I'll, I'll take the wallet and just... They're not cops. Take it. Uh, I recall there being some luggage uh, still in the house. I'd like to go look at that. I'll accompany. Uh, I'm going to take Henry with me, and we're going to go meet up with these guys. Okay. And kind of compare notes so far. Yeah, I'd like you, to do, you two to make a spot hit Henry and Chuck. One. Wow. 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 One's going One on. rolls to me. Yeah. Eh. Get. Uh, 92 over 25. <laughs> okay. Um, Chuck, well, we you're kind of um, looking around, and like something, something strikes you very odd about the tree behind you. Dang it. And then... You shine your light up, and there's the other half of Os- of Oscar uh, suspended in the trees. Suspended? How is he? Like, is he just in the branches? Mm-hmm. Okay. His intestines are Ugh. hanging down. Um, there appears to be a sticky residue that is frozen to the side of the tree. But it's blood. I'm fairly certain it's blood. <laughs> you are just a ben, marvel dude. Um, Chuck Class A detective <laughs> I, I do want you to make another sanity roll though Okay Nope <laughs> This just puts you over the edge um, Oh it's all that blood man uh, You, you kind of like follow the blood trail up And it almost like the face is just looking at you. you Legs lose. I can handle, but intestines, fuck. Yeah. And you lose two sanity. Ew. You just kind of... Uh, and this now alerts you to... What would you like to do, actually, with this information? Um, what can I do, man? It's... I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do what I was gonna do before and uh, still compare notes, but now I'm a bit more freaked out now. Okay. So, you, you guys all meet at the entrance of the cabin where the door is hanging in a jar. Um, and uh, no spot hidden roll necessary for this. Uh, there appears to be a strange symbol carved into the door frame. On the outside? Yes. It does not appear to be any any symbol that you guys are unless you guys want to make an occult roll, which uh, is a game that looks like an electricity uh, map. Mm-hmm. Do you have any occult skills Let's... from your previous experience? Um, no. 
I don't like the symbol. It's asymmetric. It's wonky. <laughs> I hate electricity. <laughs> um. Oh, that's how it comes. Oh, that's okay. Now it's even more asymmetric <laughs> this way. It's like a three. It's a four. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm. Very strange. Very odd. Any? Okay. I, I, I don't know what to make of it. I guess take note of it. That we saw it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Alright. So, you enter into the cabin. What is left of it, at least. And, um, there are, um, suitcases and bags, travel bags, that uh, are strewn across the floor and they appear to be um, unpacked. Hmm. I'm going to check them. Okay. I'm going to check them. <laughs> Thanks, guess... man. I trust you a lot more than Henry. <laughs> I'll, I'll help check them out. Alright. I'll help as well. Are you going to know as well? Yeah. Alright, everyone make a luck roll for me. Oh, I'm great at luck. Luck is what I have. <laughs> Don't lie. Where did it go? Where did the dog go? Oh, thank you. <laughs> yep. Quite an inconvenient spot for it, does. Is that a luck roll? Mm -hmm. uh, 68 over ah, 30. Oof. <laughs> One. <laughs> One? Oh Holy my shit. gosh. One roll. Almost no. everyone's gotten a one. I'm um, the unlucky one. <laughs> I have two hit points. <laughs> uh, I had a success as well. Okay. He got a better success than you did, though. Yes. So. Um, you feel in one of the side pockets, and you feel a piece of paper, and you pull it out. And it's a section of a large map of North America um, with writing scrawled on it. What is it? It's a map. And some inscriptions on it. it. Goes all the way up into Canada. Wow. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Bert. Bertrand went all the way. He went all the way up into Canada. Did he? I mean, if if you just kind of like step outside the wrong way, you kind of do end up in Canada, Maine. So it's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then feeling even deeper into the pocket, um, you also feel something uh, round and actually warm. Um, and you pull out like this bone figurine of sorts. It is vaguely human in shape. Um, you don't need to make a sanity roll. Thank God. Um, <laughs> actually, it, holding this makes you feel comforted in a way. Um, there's a strange star pattern um, that has been carved into this shape, and it's about the size of my palm, the size of your palm. Um, and there is a uh, a cord attached to it where it would be worn as a necklace. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I. This is odd. I always knew Bertrand was odd, but I never knew. You guys read this. Mm. I'm gonna just sit here and inspect the figure. Figure. Yeah, figure. um. Have you lost any sanity yet? Not yet, no. Okay. But the night is young. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're all mad here. <laughs> Tell by the map that it's Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a history professor, not a geography professor. <laughs> it seems Where on this map are we? It's let's see. It seems to me oh, that they're travel some... instructions. I just don't know why he would go through all these lengths. It seems like he doesn't want to be found. Would you read it out loud? The what what is written? Yeah. Um Although, one Do it from bottom to top. I feel like that's how it would be written. 
Um, yeah, it looks like it. So, yeah, so starting from down here at the top of Main, it says patrol 6:30 p.m. 30-minute opening to cross the slash. Uh, canoes to Lay Perroch. Oh, I'm not. I'm stop to speak French. Uh, and then sleds to Anaka. An Anaka Naruk. Is that how it's pronounced? Anukanaruk. Anukanaruk. But it's okay that you don't know that. So it sleds to Anukanaruk, and then ditch the canoes, and then they go a little bit more north. I don't even know where that is. Like, Ontario? Arctic Circle territory, that's for sure. Let's not go into the North Pole. Was he wanting me Santa or something? I always knew he was a cult. <laughs> so, you have this information available to you now. Is there anything else you'd like to search? Uh, this is just a cabin, right? Correct. Okay. So it's not very big. One floor, I'm assuming. Just one room. Mm -hmm. Um. Is there anything else in here of note other than the luggage? You can make a spot hidden jack for me. Yeah. Ooh, that's a six. Uh, that's Ooh. under my, uh, under my, uh, fifth, so. Okay. Um, you find a boot print. A boot print. You, you know when, like, you've been walking in the snow, and you got that, like, res that, uh, dried up residue after it melts and all that stuff? Mm -hmm. That, um, is around. Um, it looks almost... It doesn't look like a normal boot. It looks almost native, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. I think so. Yeah, it, it looks like a fur boot. Yeah, okay. A long way of saying that, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I think I got what you mean. Also, okay. Uh, real quick. Mm -hmm. That skeleton figurine. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to pocket it. Gotcha. Um, where where is this footprint in relation to everything else? It is by the bag that Travis found. Okay. Uh, and I'm assuming it doesn't match any of the boots of the people that we saw earlier. Correct. Okay. Hmm. I'll keep that in mind, but I have nothing else. Any, any other avenue you'd like to search? Or are you ready to head back to Ida? I, uh, I guess there's not much more to see here besides wrecked car and that mask. Lots of luggage. Yeah. Have we checked all the luggage? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. we checked. Yeah, we checked it all. I didn't find it. Was there any way to get into the car, or was that sort of just all like inaccessible? It would be pretty inaccessible. Okay. The the, the majority of it has like scrunched in okay as would happen if it yeah, were yeah. if it were thrown against a house yeah. should we take the mask back with us um I'm gonna say yeah because I don't know like it cameras do we have cameras does anyone have a camera if you didn't say you had it beforehand no no um, but You're a musician, but you can't we anything. can. <laughs> my saxophone. That's it. We can't. I don't know. I think we can like take a cloth or something, and then just kind of like wrap in that and not touch it directly. Or we can the mask. Take one of yeah, the, the mask. One of the travel bags. That's true. That's even better. What yeah. A great well, idea. You were so smart. I love. Wait. You. Uh, are there any identifying tags or anything on the bags? Make a level. Uh. Nope. Uh, there are two of them that do, that do have it. Okay. Uh, Bertrand Merriweather and Edward Novak. Um, the other three don't. Okay. Let's... I I suggest that we take those bags as at least to have something to bring back. I agree. Alright. So you make your way over to where the mask lies. Hmm. And once again, I'm just going to give this... Uh, this, it has a very um, elongated humanoid look to it. It looks very human-like. 
but it's just not, and that's what makes it unnatural. I'm still not gonna touch it. Is there a stick nearby I can, like, pick it up with? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna find a stick, pick it up, and then just kinda put it in a bag and close okay. that shit up. You manage to scoop it into the bag and zip it up. Really is creepy. It is pretty creepy. So, you climb back into Chuck's car. Um, an engine roars and sputters into life. And um, you gaze at the scene before you and hope that some good can come out of this. And you drive back towards Ida's house. And that is where we'll end for tonight. Thank you for listening to our story today. We hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Join us next time for part two of The Dead of Winter. And remember, the library is always open.